The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey there, Sunranto listeners. It's Danny Rocket. I just got a quick message for you. As you may have noticed, we haven't really been putting too much out on this feed besides some of the John Baker Day interviews, and we haven't really done a regular Sunranto show in a while. It's because we've been going live, uh, doing a live broadcast, and that's kind of turned into doing a pre- and post-game, and... Um, it's been kind of fun. So, you know, after seven years of doing this podcast, it was probably time to do something a little bit different uh, than just sit around. Now, I'm not saying I'm done with the podcast, but it's something that we're going to basically do right now for the most part is go pre and post game and try to have as much as fun as possible. I'm sure that's going to turn into a whole big fat kind of show looking weirdo thing eventually. Anyway, anyway. Uh, I just want to thank you for being uh, a Sunranto uh, listener, but you should become a subscriber, and then you will get these post-game shows early and ad-free, which is way better than late and with ads. This show is going to have ads in it that you're going to have to fast-forward or listen to. Uh, so why don't you become a subscriber? It is a dollar a month. You get your own RSS feed patreon.com slash sunranto it helps us pay the bills which have actually gone up recently because of us using Streamyard and stuff uh we will continue to try to make this an audio experience as well uh hopefully not too much of what we're telling you is only visual but i know some of it will be uh so uh anyway you can tune in nightly and watch us um, and you can get these post games in your inbox if you subscribe. So patreon.com slash sunranto. Uh, there's perks at all the different levels, including getting um, all the high quality versions of all the sunranto, my songs that I put out there throughout the year. Um, so just check it out. Preview. Cups I had to play a little taps after that one because that was what that was die? that was one giant steaming pile of shit. <laughs> Ooh, it was. <laughs> Woo! My, my, well, what pile of shit do you want to start with? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm with the first inning. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> where the uh, game ended. <laughs> Alec, are you are you talking about Alec Mills? Uh, you know. Starting the game off by loading the bases and serving up a dong, yeah, to, to Mr. Salsa. Uh, you know, Mr. Salsa. You, you know the weird thing is, is that throughout this season, I think there's only been one of these games. I think it was a Kansas City, the last game versus Kansas City after that four game set, which was a real when you had the trifecta of shitty pitching, shitty hitting, shitty bullpen. And that's what you had today. is is a is a nice trifecta of every single aspect of the game. Being god awful. 
Yeah, the pitching, the hitting, <laughs> everything. Well, and despite them only having two hits through the whole game, they had opportunities early on. You no, know, oh, I think you froze up on us, Michael. Michael is frozen. But what Michael's trying to say is uh, the Cubs got hit by a ton of pitches. They walked five times. Or I'm sorry, they walked more than five times. They walked uh, – how many times did they walk? I'm looking at it. I'm six looking times at it right eight. now. Six times they were hit by a bunch of pitches, but they couldn't do anything. Two hits, both of them home runs. Uh, Hap in the first inning, I you know, God, he's on fire still. And Fagley, which wouldn't it have been nice, and he did that in the ninth. So basically, or the ninth, the seventh, two hits, one in the first, one in the final inning, which was the seventh today. And uh, they're both home runs. So uh, with no, with nobody, I would no, there was somebody I'm basing the second one. Well, let's talk about the top of the first. I mean, we knew that the Alec Mills story just seemed like too good to be true that sooner or later we, we, we talked about it. These guys were going to regress eventually. And boy, oh boy, it all happened in one inning. He just didn't have it from the start. First batter, Colton Wong. I mean, God almighty, they cannot get out Wong or Edmund, either one of them. And, and then, then you got Goldschmidt in front of them. So you got Wong at hit by pitch, Edmund singles, Goldschmidt walks, and then Carpenter with the grand salami. You're down 4 nothing, And then all of a sudden I'm starting to think like, okay, Hap comes out with the leadoff home run, you know, like you said, on fire. If you would have told me that would have been the last hit until the seventh, I would have been like, no way. Because the Cubs, top of the second, the Cardinals get a run back. Uh, Weeders lines out, Wong doubles, Edmund singles. So, again, Wong and Edmund doing it again. So, the Cubs trail 5-1. But think about this. You knock Flaherty out of the game in the second inning. And then you have even more hope. And you're like, oh, what are the Cardinals going to do with their bullpen? And, uh, well, apparently shut us down and no test is what they're going to do with it. I basically tweeted. I'm like, guys, there's tons of game left. It's the bottom of the second. Flaherty's out. The bases are loaded because Wilson walks. Hayward hitting to force out. Kipnis walks. Caratini strikes out. Uh, Horner's hit by pitch. And there Flaherty's pulled. You get Goober, Gomber, Gomer Pyle, whatever the fuck his name is. And Ian Happ, who, again, I don't like to criticize him, but strikes out with the bases loaded. Yeah. Yeah, and so non-timely hitting. And and just the thing is, you couldn't cash in either of those bases-loaded situations. One swing puts nope. you back in the game. And, you know, it, we, we don't really know much about what the Cardinals' bullpen is going to look like. They've got uh, – they've only pitched in 42 innings right now uh, with an ERA around four. You know, but uh, the Cubs, you know, they, they've 70 innings on their bullpen – and, uh, you know, and we're going to look at a couple bullpen games in this next game. We basically had that today. Mills went as long as he could, but we did use quite a few guys as well trying to, you know, make that happen. I mean, not quite a few, but you use Underwood, you use Adam, and at least those guys took the innings on, you know, but – uh yeah, they ate some innings, which was great. But if you take a look at the box scores here and, you, and you're and you looking at the Cardinals, you could just see that top of the order was absolutely ridiculous. Wong two for four with a walk, four runs. You had Edmund going three for four, two runs. Goldschmidt one for two with two walks. Carpenter only had one hit, but it was a pretty big hit. Brad Babe Ruth Miller, I believe his name is, two for three with two RBIs. God. 
Now I mean, he's he's batting 429 now because the Cardinals <laughs> haven't. He's got an OPS of 1.526. It's just insane. Like, where did this guy even come from? But think about this: eleven hits, five walks. I mean, they were five for t- thirteen with runners in scoring position. But but the bullpen, like you said, the bullpen shut them completely down. Goober, Goldberg, whatever, went one point one innings. Webb went one point one. I mean, these these guys all. We're sitting here just absolutely shutting the cards, shutting the Cubs hitting down. Yeah. You know? And, 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 and as you said, Flaherty comes out. You're like, oh, that's their best pitcher. He's been throwing in his, uh, in his hotel room into a mattress. Uh, he's probably going to suck. And he kind of did. He lost it pretty early. Right. Uh, but, you know, but you can't get into their bullpen and do anything. Freaking Dirty Sanchez rolls uh, rolls out the end of it, gives up a couple runs at the end. But, like, that's when it's, like, garbage time for them. They're just throwing dudes out there to, to eat an inning or two. You know, And that's, that's what kills you is you could not burn their bullpen. So you think maybe you get Andrew Miller or one of their top – relievers throwing 20 30 pitches if you could have got if you could have capitalized on one of those bases loaded attempts then you maybe you know then they're gonna have to bring in guys they're gonna have to you know do th- you know change it differently and, and maybe give you an advantage at the night but you didn't and when you look at the the hitters i mean look at the cubs hitters i mean they, they didn't do shit i mean they the, two hits two home runs that's it you know and they and it was what the what inning was it where they pulled everybody pretty much was it the fifth or the sixth i think it was the sixth inning yeah, I think it was a six. Yeah, they just yeah. gave up. They just gave up, and that that had a whiff of Joe Madden. But that's what you do, you know. You just get a, a couple less in, innings on some older legs. But right. put put up that those uh, that box score of the Cubs again. I, I want to look at those batting averages. Just look at. I mean, how low? I mean, even you know Rizzo will give you a good at bat at least, but he, even he's bat low. Two nineteen, two seventeen. It's a whole team of freaking. You know, Rob Deers with no power. Rob, <laughs> uh, what about Javi Baez at point one nine five? He's yeah, not even at two hundred anymore. Strike at strikes out twice. You know, just looking like trash. Like I don't know what's going on with these guys in the bats. Like they started out hot, they're winning, 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 and then when it really counts against a team like the Cardinals. You know, they can't freaking dig down deep and find anything within themselves. It's like, now listen, you could still win the series tonight. Yeah. You know, so it's not like all for naught. But, you know, you just kind of figure it was going to go better than this. Pardon the interruption, but the Sun Ranto show is brought to you by Bet Online. Um, Sports are coming back. So it is your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball and the NBA are in full swing, and there are no shortage of ways to get in on the action. Bet Online has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. Also, tune in as Floyd Money Mayweather joins the Bet Online team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expensive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up to date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Bet Online, your online wagering experts. And we Thank them for sponsoring the Sun Ranto Show. But Danny, you say it's all, it's off or not and all this stuff. But it, this is where I was getting upset the other day in about the game is that 
what irritated me more than anything is, is what I'm seeing. It's, it's the pattern of what I'm seeing and that's striking out a whole bunch, not getting clutch hits. And, and here's the thing. If I would have told you before the season that Jason Hayward was hitting 286, Jason Kipnis was hitting 306, Caratini was hitting 265. I mean, you would think that this team was out of this world. But the big boys, the big boppers, are what killing you. We talked about Rizzo. He's getting on base, but he's hitting 240. Baez, 195. Schwarber, 219. Contreras, 217. I mean, all these guys are at the Mendoza line. Yeah, and it's not like they're hitting home runs either, even as a team, you know. So, you know. So this is the bases loaded situation. The Cubs have gone 0 for 5 with the bases loaded in the past eight innings. Going back to last night's game. On the season, and this happened a whole bunch against Milwaukee, Five for 27 with the bases loaded. 13 Ks, okay? With the bases loaded, if you can just get something, in, you know, into the outfield and maybe just even get a freaking sack fly. One walk, zero, zero extra base hits with the bases loaded. Yeah. So I, I just don't – I don't see – and I don't want to be pessimistic. And I know, you know what? I am literally not one of those guys that like, there's certain Twitter personalities that always have the pom poms. And every time the Cubs do something good, go, aha, where were the people? Blah. I'm not, what I'm trying to do is be realistic about the situation. And even after last night, my hope was last night, you saw Baez get a double, you see Contreras, you know, hitting the ball a little bit. I'm thinking, okay, is this where they break out of it? And then all of a sudden today, it's just like back, more of the same. I'm seeing more of these type games. Instead of last night's game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are. Yeah, I mean, the, the, <laughs> what do you want to say? <laughs> exactly. I didn't know what to say either. I'm like, uh, we can't argue with you. Yeah, they look like a big freaking asshole. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, what can I do? Like, they're full of poop. And you just got to throw it in the garbage. And uh, I don't know. It, it. The other thing that really annoyed me about this game, I was listening on the radio, and the, and the, the fake fans – they're cheering the Cardinals stealing second base. And I yeah. was like, come on. And it's so, and another thing that I hate is the, the exact same sound on a strike or, or like when a batter takes a ball. It's the same sound. And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of in tune with music, you know, and so like you're going to – if you hear the same sound over and over again, like I'm, I'm going to be like, hey, that's the exact same sound, you know. Hey, guys, and, real quick, I hate to interrupt, but we do have the lineup for game oh. uh, number two. You have Ian Happ center field. It's pretty much very similar. Ian Happ center field, Rizzo first, Baez short, Schwarber left, Contreras DHing, Hayward right field, Caratini catching, Bodie, Bodie, Bodie in third base, shaking your Bodie, and Kipnis at second. Uh, no Hayward? Did you say Hayward? Hayward, yep. After okay. right. Yeah, he's, he's hitting six. Well, he's, they're going up against Johan Oviedo from Cuba. And uh, he's a young guy. Uh, he's only 22 years old. Uh, he throws with his right hand. He's giant. He's 6'5", 245. Um, and you know how Cubs do so well against guys they've never seen before. So this should go awesome. Looking forward to it. Bill Sugas says Cubs hitting coach can't be long for this team. There's only so many times that we can keep blaming the hitting coach. You know what I mean? Uh, think about all the hitting coaches, and I'm just going back in my head. Billy, Malley. I mean, every year they got a new hitting coach. So 2015 was Malley. 2017 was uh, was Chile. 2019 was Iapochi. I mean, like, it's it's. I saw an interesting article that Sahadev wrote, and it's just like they are who they are, and people gave Madden a ton of shit 
but he was frustrated by this type of situation. He wanted the grinding at bats. He wanted guys to spray the ball. He wanted them to take it the opposite field. He constantly mentioned it, always. And Joe wasn't like a flip the table, flip the chair type of guy. But what he would say, you'd have to kind of read between the lines. And he was very clear that these guys, and in the article by Sahadov in The Athletic the other day that was looking at Bryant, uh, Baez, uh, Contreras, Schwarber, was saying this is who these guys are. You know what I mean? Is they're going to see a lot of pitches. They're going to strike out a lot. They're not a spray-around-the-field type of team. Just which, as it is. Which is fine as long as when you do load the bases every now and again, one of those guys comes up and at least hits a a double every now, you know, bases clearing double. As you said, yeah. over five in the short season, uh, no extra base hits. Yeah, it's oh, obviously if you're over five. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's frustrating, and um, you know, but I don't know who you blame, you know, except for I mean, you got to blame the players. You can't; they're the ones up there swinging and missing, and you know, you wish they would do a little bit more. Uh, what situational hitting, so to speak. You know, like not there's you sometimes you only need a single to score right. two. And instead, you know, you're they're trying to hit a five run homer and it's, you know, not it's just not the right approach in certain cases when you don't I mean it's nice to have a five run homer. Well, and and we saw that a little bit early in the season and they were they were having games where they were spraying the ball around a bit and they were scoring a ton of runs and it was exciting and fun. And then now they are, it really does feel like they're in that Homer or go home mode, you know, like they're just going to, you know, strike out or hit a Homer and there's nothing in between. Yeah. It's frustrating. And, and for a while I thought it was because they all had the same kind of hitter over and over again, it, you know, like those strikeout home run kind of guys like, you know, uh, Schwarber and Javi uh, and Bryant, you know, kind of come to mind as, as the, the main dudes like that. Uh, Rizzo too, you know, used to have a low batting average and then he kind of learned to hit differently. And since then, I think he's been a more usable player, Yeah, uh, you know? And um, so, yeah, it's frustrating because it, there was not a lot of diversity to the offense and now we're kind of back there. I mean, where they strike out 14 times last night? How many times did they strike out today? Uh, today, I'm not sure. Let's take a look. I'm, look, I'm looking. Uh, eight. Eight, okay. Yeah, eight times. But still, that's eight times in seven innings. So I, I guarantee you they were good for at least three more. I bet you they were at least going to be at 10 or but, 11. You know, this is – and again, when we talked about Chili Davis and people like to give him shit, he was a guy that really, again, was frustrated at the Cubs' willingness to change their approach. Like it did not end good with for Chile here. Obviously, we know that, and uh, but but part of it was he was frustrated that these guys did not want to change their approach, and you know that that's it's they are who they are now at this point. There's really not much you can do, and you you just hope that they start grinding and making contact, you know. And but well, hopefully they can beat up on this guy Johan Oviedo because like I see he throws hard, but he he really never kind of put it together. You know, I, I'm looking at his ERA like. At Double A Springfield last year, he had a a five sixty five, mid to high fours all through his minor league career. Um, and we're looking at, at different things like uh, single A rookie ball, low A. So this guy really has not had a lot of experience, you know. Um, so he he was he is a starter, so right. he 
so he's got that. So it's not going to – I don't know how long they'll let him go, uh, but he's going up against Adbert Alzali. And uh, I said that weird. <laughs> Alzali. Oh, where did, where did uh, Michael go? I left Internet his- issues. Oh, okay. Um, so I did have, uh, you know, just in case you remember about Adbert Alzali, um, here's uh, his uh, – his last year, his his four starts or not starts, but his four games in the major leagues. Um, you know, he had that one, the tip of the hat game. Uh, I believe that was his debut on June 20th. Uh, he pitched four innings, only gave up one run, two walks, five strikeouts, which was really impressive. The guy throws hard. You know, people are even saying he could be a closer eventually. Uh, then he started another game. Cubs took the loss, but he pitched okay, only gave up one run on one hit. And then he started another game against the Pittsburgh Pirates. It got his ass kicked by the Pirates. We lost to them 18 to five. But I think he was injured. Like he was not right after that. Like, like in that game, his velocity was down. There's a lot of problems. And then he was, he was, and then he went down. Yeah. Uh, well, we never saw him again until the, uh, the, uh, the end, the in September call ups. And then he was out of the pen. So BB Bob Brenly says, I saw Alzale in Eugene, Oregon five years ago. He's very quick. Six seconds. So that's good news. At least he's. We're not going to be up till midnight again. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't anyway because it's seven in game and it starts in two minutes. So. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, that uh, I, I'm excited to see Alzali. You know, I, I think. You know, I don't think he's like the great hope for the for our team, but you're going to need at least as a starter. But especially if you end up with a few more of these. Uh, yeah, at least as a starter, but even especially if you end up as with more of these um, kind of seven inning double header situations, we're going to need to do because here's the thing: Mills did pitch long enough. You only used three pitchers. It would have been nice if it was more like what Kyle did. You used two, I believe, right. uh, in that game. You know, that's kind of what you're looking to do. Uh, but you know, you got another one of those coming up, and you know, you probably go two innings or three innings for Alzali. You're hoping to get out of him. Hopefully the Cardinals can't do anything against him. They've never seen him before either. I don't know what how they are that way, but I'm sure they're better than the Cubs score. What do you mean? They're devil magic. They do a bunch of little yeah. shitty singles that somehow always are exactly where nobody is. Yeah. So, I mean, but I, I'm excited to see a game like – I'm excited to see Adbert uh, Alzali, and uh, it just should be fun to – to, I don't know. I, I I like his style. I like when he tipped his hat, even though he didn't really know uh, what he was doing there. So I don't know. We what, what are we looking at here? I mean, th- I, there's no way to predict what's going to happen in this game. Just right now, right now, it's a Jekyll and Hyde team. Let's just get a win. Let's win the series, and then afterwards, we can all just laugh at how silly the game was this morning. Yeah. And yeah. on that note, we are going to remind you to be tuning in immediately after the game. We'll have your post-game, post-game reaction. In the meantime, Spagog, and I say fuck the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, we got we to say fuck the Cardinals again. So here's that song. So Spagog, and for Michael, Spagog. And the fans 
One more interruption from our sponsors at betonline.ag. Because sports are coming back, and you've got a chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball, NBA, full swing right now. There's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, the futures, the props for you to bet on. Also, tune in to uh, Floyd Money Mayweather because he joined the betonline.ag team in a new segment called The Ice is Right, where he talks about his expensive jewelry collection. He'll give you the chance to win some great prizes and bet on the cost of his bling. Visit betonline.ag today. Check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up. Take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. The Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by Manscaped. And, you know, 2020 has been a year of uh, things happening that are completely out of your control. But there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your bush. 
Now, our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Uh, now, I know you've all probably cut your balls shaving them before, but uh, that could be a thing of a past with Manscaped. So, uh, they got the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. It's a premium electric trimmer. It's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image because it's awesome. Okay, they've got a ceramic blade, skin safe technology. It's all designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down below. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower. Whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 Nail Kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-paste nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. So go to their website, and you'll find their Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and a moisturizer. This is going to help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls. We won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself, but I will be very impressed at your flexibility. So go to manscaped.com and check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, let me check check this out. Listeners of this show, 20% off, free shipping. All you got to do is use the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That's armchair at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping. Armchair is the promo code. How many times do I have to say it for you people? Okay, now it's time to grab 2020 by the balls. Uh, uh, horns. And you got to get shaven. Take care of your business. We thank Manscaped for sponsoring the Sunranto Show. Post game. Cups post game. Cups post game. Cups post game. From the Sunranto Show. That was something. Hey! We got a save from our saver. Our closer. He's not <laughs> a closer. No, no, nobody, nobody's named a closer. So our saver today. Save yours. Save no, yours. Save yours, David Bodie. That's your savior. Yeah, He's uh, for the second time in uh, the last couple days. Like He was the savior in the second game the other night, too. The guy's yep. getting a reputation. It's you know, we the were second talk- game savior. We were talking about this the other day when he hit that home run. Uh, it was interesting because I told you guys that if I was Mike Maddox, I would have told the pitcher if he threw below the waist, he'd get kicked in the nuts. Well, guess what happened? The catcher set up with his glove above the shoulder for Bodie for the fastball, and they couldn't execute. So he goes, he missed, execute. yeah. Exactly. So uh, so Bodie got the pitch he wanted. He drove it where he needed to do it, and uh, two runs scored, and the Cubs went 4-2. to two. Well, hey, so, that I, inning, couple of couple of singles, couple, you know, and then a double, like we had some – isn't that what we were talking about pregame? Yeah, like get the line moving, like start to – Hit freaking singles with a man on. Like, just keep the line moving. Keep it going. Hitting is contagious. Get the vibe going. I don't know if you can see behind me. 
but wave, wave at the people, John. Hey, everyone. Is that John, John Strong? Is that John Strong? Yeah, that's, that's Jack Strong right behind me. Hey. Jack Strong, legend. John Strong we, now. Oh, John Strong, yeah. John, yeah, John Strong. Strong. Bill Sugar says, uh, you want to read it? My blood pressure may not recover, but damn, this win was sweet. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on here. You know, know, first of all, let's start with the negative. Just one second. Javier Baez needs like three days off or something. Like, something's going on with him. Well, he's got tomorrow. I'm just going to say, like, he needs – well, he's got tomorrow. But maybe give him him an extra day. I don't know what happens on Friday against the White Sox. I mean – you know, he'll probably want to be back in there. He's, your, you know, obviously the best shortstop on the team, but, like, still. Like, it, there's something going on in that, something I've never seen before. Well, you know, I'm glad you bring that up because when it when we're looking at Hobbs, I, like I said, I've not seen him ever look this bad, not in a long time, not in a long time. And the numbers bear it out. The numbers bear it out. He is looking absolutely awful right now. And so the thing that you have here is that you have a situation where if Bryant is healthy and Bias is doing – both those guys have to get lower in the order right now. They can't be where they are. Yeah, well, that's what everybody's saying. Like, move them down, you know. But uh, did you hear that quote when Rossi said – if you start moving guys around, like they, it was in reference to Hap being the leadoff hitter, which is obviously going great again. Right. Uh, and Bryant not being the leadoff hitter. Rossi said, you know, if you start moving guys around, it reeks of panic, which I get. You know, that makes sense to me. You don't want guys to be like, hey, this guy's got no faith in me. You're like, here was the idea. We're going to go with it for a while. But I don't think well, but take but a look at what... the opportunity to be a Wally Pip. For the for the first spot, right? You know they do it without causing that panic because maybe had to sit. The first spot is jinxed. A devil resides inside there. There needs to be some sort of shrine built in the Cubs church to counteract it. I, that's just my opinion. So here's the numbers on Javi Baez right now. Okay, one ninety three, two forty four, three fifty two. 4.2 walk rate, 34.7 strikeout rate. Awful. And he's ma- and what he's putting is he's making no adjustments, right? <laughs> Which is what we said earlier, is that he's trying to pull everything. He's swinging like a pig. At this point, you have to move him down. You saw Schwarber and Contreras have a really good game today. Yeah, Schwarber looked a lot better. Um, you know, what, what do you do at the plate, though? I can't read that small. Well, if you take a look, Hap went one for three. He had an RBI and a walk. So, again, on the leadoff spot, Rizzo for three, but he hit into some bad luck. He hit some hard balls. All day long. Uh, yep. And then, uh, obviously, Bodie, 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 the big hero. Uh, oh, Baez, yeah. 0 for three with two strikeouts. Schwarber was – this is looking – sorry, I can't see it real quick here. Why does that look a little bit off? What are you looking for here? Uh, if you're, I was, uh, Baez and, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Schwarber had good games. It's, I think I may have grabbed up the old box there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Schwarber was one for two with the walk, and, uh, Contreras was one for two with the walk, but they were right in the middle of all the action that was going on, the scoring. And there wasn't a lot of scoring. These two young pitchers did a great job. I mean, can you really send Alzale back to South Bend? <laughs> 
No, right. there's no way. There's no that, way. Yeah, <laughs> he actually at least he looked really good for you know for five innings. That's great. That's exactly. I mean, they needed at least that, right? Well, I, I think he was pissed off that he even got sent out there in the first place. Remember, there was that little kerfuffle about uh, about you know the, everything that was going on with uh, not getting paid enough to be out there and stuff like that. But um, you know, I I feel like. Uh, you know, this moment was not too big for him. Like he came in with a plan and he executed really well. And I love, uh, I don't know. It's the, it's, it's the pitch that goes like this. Like he's got such movement on it. I call it the rainbow. Like I, I think it needs, I think that's what I'm going to call it. The, the, I'm going to call it the rainbow. You're naming pitches like uh, you Darvish now. Yeah. Yeah. This exactly. Well, but, but, but uh, Alzali's got this shit. He's like, you know, little, you know what I'm talking about. It's, I know, yeah. Kind of, it's kind of like a, what, what is it? Is it a slider? Is it a fast? Ball, right? It's a, it's a curveball, but it doesn't, but it's fast. I don't know. It's like throwing a, uh, I don't know. Maybe somebody help me out. More movement in the pitch. Somebody, yeah. But when you take Twitch channel, that's that's definitely sure. Where you get one viewer a day on Twitch. By the way, we're on Twitch. If you prefer watching on Twitch, watch on Twitch. Look up. Yeah, and uh, th- we we got some Twitch peeps in the uh, the comments just being yeah, assholes. I, I don't even know what that means. I, don't I love and, them, and I can't and I can't get rid of them like I can on anything else. So oh, all right. Well, so maybe Twitch isn't good. <laughs> yeah, it might it might not it's, be the best. It's the TikTok of uh, going live on a port. Hey, but welcome Twitch. Yeah, welcome Twitch. <laughs> yeah, Twitchers. Welcome Twitchers or whatever you so, call Yeah, we're if, not going to pay attention to you. If we take a look at the top of the second, you had Johan Aveiro on the mound, and the inning starts out great with Schwarber and Contreras both drawing walks. Hayward strikes out. They advance on a wild pitch, and then Caratini with the single to score both Schwarber and Contreras to put the Cubs up 2 nothing. And then it seemed to me like Alzale got stronger as the game went on. A little... You know, he just he kept looking better and better. And Tyler O'Neill reaches in the inning on a throwing error. They gave it to Bodie, but did anyone else think no, that, that, that Rizzo was should Rizzo. have had that? That, yeah, that was that, not Rizzo. He, absolutely. He didn't even jump. No, they gave it to Bodie. That's crazy. That, yeah, yeah, that makes no sense. So Rizzo, no, Rizzo didn't, even, didn't even like good to get on his tiptoes for that one. Yeah. No, that was unreal. And then Schrock grinds out. Uh, Schrock grounds out. O'Neill moves to third. Knizer, Knizer, Knizer. Gets a sack fly, and the Cubs leads cut to 2-1. Uh, Jeffers comes in in the bottom of the six, and he's been usually pretty lights out, but uh, you know Colton Wong's a pain in the ass, but they strike him out. But you walk you walk Carlson, and I'm like, oh, how can you walk that guy? Goldschmidt walks, Carpenter flies out, and then once again, Brad Babe Miller Ruth singles, and Carlson scores, and the game's tied at two. That, that was Victor Caratini's fault. What a fucking yank job. Like, wow. You know, like, that was strike three. He put it right at the bottom of the zone. It was a great pitch. It definitely would have been called had there been real fans at Wrigley and Victor Caratini hadn't gone like this. Now, granted, he drove in a couple of runs, so, like, I'll take, you know. Did you see that shit? He's, he's like, strike. His attempt to frame it was just so dramatic. Yeah, that too it, much. It, what it does is it causes the umpire to take what would be called a strike, perhaps, with less movement and say, you know, he moved that too much. Yeah, he moved it, so therefore it must not have been a good pitch. Yeah, exactly, because it was it was too much, and it was right. It was so close. In fact, like maybe a, a, a millimeter might have caught 
you know what I mean? Like, it, which would be a strike according to the rules. So, um, you know, it, I just thought it was a yank job by Caratini. I was pissed off about that, but like, man, you, you just David Bodie, <laughs> come on, man. Top of the six, our old friend from World Series 2016, Andrew Miller on the mound. Schwarber singles, Contreras singles, Hayward strikes out swinging. Horner, that kid, I, I told you, he puts the bat on the ball, ball and, I, and, and huge there. And so you got the bases loaded, and David Bodie singles driving in, Schwarber's and Contreras. And, guys, how about Craig Kimbrell? I mean, geez, did his stuff look filthy. Well, they fixed him. He's fixed. We got nothing to worry about. World Series booked. Absolutely, yeah. It was a you know you throw a ninety eight. His, his pitches had nasty break on it. It was great seeing Kimbrel out there. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to see him. Uh, you know, get done. I I have to say I was a little nervous when he came in. That you know he, he's had a couple of good outings, but you from what we've seen prior to those, I don't know. My my ass was a little clenched, I will say. Yeah, it was it was nerve wracking, and then of course Edmund comes into the game and gets hit by the pitch that he doesn't move out of the way for, and I was just like, what a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Hey, hey, Twitch, quit fucking around. If I ever find you, I'm gonna freaking smack you in your freaking mouth. I swear to God, I'll get you, man. Why don't you come over here, Twitch? I'll freaking give it to you. Cubs yeah. win tonight. Don't just don't even give them. Hey, don't don't, don't give them. Life, you goddamn losers! You guys don't give them any fucking reason to be here. They just that pitch, ignore them completely. Advert Alzali was a masterful pitching job. You couldn't have asked for more. And the fact that Kimbrel came in and and shut it down there. I, honestly, some really good takeaways. Yeah. Uh. What one thing. Um. I don't know. I, I I'm getting all thrown off here, but uh. <laughs> Well, change your screen so you don't even see it. I did. All right. I did, but I don't know where we're at now. But uh, <laughs> no, we gotta we gotta address the the bad base running. Hap hit a triple in this game. Uh, what a great way, you know, nice triple, good running the bases, and then immediately ran into an out. Like it was ridiculous. Do you guys remember this? Yeah, yeah, out by like ten feet. Unfortunately, that was one of those plays where he was running on contact. But we've we've seen this, and this is the last issue. I've, we've actually seen this a couple of times in the last couple of weeks. Guys standing on third with less than three outs running into the out at home. Like, you have to – that – I don't know. That's Little League ball. And since we're playing Little League games, seven innings, let's fucking pay attention. And uh, I mean, for me, the bad base running. I love Nico Horner, but on the on uh, the Bodie hit, trying to trying to get third. That that I was looking. at, I was like, oh god, oh, that one was bad as well. Was I mean, know? on the on the plus side though, uh, dumbass ran on uh, Schwarber's arm. <laughs> well, see, uh, but see, I don't think that was oh, dumb. But you know what? Here's the thing: the ball he crushed that ball. And it bounced right to Schwarber, who played it perfectly. I mean, like, it just – it was bad luck for Carpenter. It I don't, might be that Kyle Schwarber is actually a good left fielder. Is yeah, but – Because he's – I, I think it might be possible. Here's the thing. That play is right in front of you running to second. I mean, he just wasn't paying attention. Like, I think he just thought he had it. 
And yeah, and Shorver fucking gunned him down. He wasn't really paying attention because you should have been able to, while running to second, see that Schwarber has barehanded that thing off the wall and just known that you're going to get gunned down. Look at John Strong's shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> loving it, loving it. So, yeah. you know. Cubs take three of five. Hey, let's just, that's exactly. something to celebrate. You know what I mean? We won the yeah. series. In this weird way, and technically, we won two road games because we yeah. we won the games that we were the away team for. There that w- would have been in St. Louis, which we were only to play three anyway. We're not even going to go to go to St. Louis. This well, yeah. So another another good thing that happened there is that the Cubs really worked the Cardinals' pitching staff. This is going to stay as the Cardinals move forward. They don't have a day off tomorrow. They've got all kinds of They play the Reds. Stuff. What they did to the Cardinals is more valuable than th- the three wins they came away with. No, COVID yeah. really beat them this year. Well, and if we want to, if we want to talk about Yachty, we didn't face Yachty, and who's the other guy? Uh, De Young. Uh, De Young. So that yeah. I mean, imagine they have those were some tight games. Those guys are in there. We lose. I bet you we get swept. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Come on, Danny. <laughs> Hey, we saw it last year at the end of last year. The blood in the water on the Cubs. They know how to beat us. Well, That's if you want to be a fair assessment, I believe yeah. at this point. Just saying. If you I'm want to real. talk about the actual series, we won the you know, the series three games to two. But if we break it out how it's actually supposed to be, they won the series in St. Louis. By winning the first two games of that series, we haven't played the third game. And then they lost the series in Chicago, (laughs) you know, by only winning the middle game. I can't believe we swept, though. Yeah, we didn't get swept, though. Yeah. Cubby Steph said, did Yachty opt out? No, he got the vid along with uh, DeYoung, Carlos Martinez. A whole bunch of Cardinals got diagnosed with COVID, and they're still not eligible to play. We faced the hampered Cardinals team. Like, we got to be honest about it's like that. Like minor league, uh, half minor league, half major league. But we also know that the Cubs can't hit pitchers we've never seen, and they just fucking ran a parade of pitchers we've never seen out there. So yeah, and you're working off of old scouting reports because no one has current scouting reports for these younger guys. And so yeah, I mean it, it's it's not exactly the the easiest situation to come into. It, people think oh you're facing all these minor leaguers, but hey. When you don't have a current scouting report on a guy, it's really hard to go out there and, you know, guys can struggle. There's no current scouting report and there's no, you know, there's no, not a lot of tape. And the tape that you have is from at best last year. Yeah. Maybe worse, you know, so because you, they may have been in triple a or double A. Yes. Yeah, and these guys were in double A. Yeah. And then they're jumping yeah, up and they're today. really not paying attention to them. You know, so. Like, why would you be paying attention to double-A guys last year for a game in August of this year? (laughs) Well, you know, the Cardinals now are in the rearview mirror. The Cubs took care of their business. And now you get the off day, which is nice after five games in three days. But the Cardinals here, or the Cubs-White Sox series is going to be shaping up to be something interesting. One one last little tidbit on this Cardinals thing. They, They were talking about it on the radio today. Uh, it's been 128 years since the Cubs have not gone to St. Louis. Wow. Wow. That's, that's a, that's a run. Coming out of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, the matchup here this weekend. Uh, 
high hopes. We've got high hopes. Everybody sing along. The matchup All for right. this weekend looks pretty interesting. The first game, Friday night, Dallas Keuchel versus Johnny Lesta. Nice. So that's a real nice matchup right there. For Saturday, Kyle Hendricks versus Dylan Cease. Oh, nice. And Sunday, we have Hugh Darvish versus Todd Bryan Dingleberry or TBD. Oh, I know who he is. Todd <laughs> Bryan. Yeah, yeah. One of the Dingleberry fans, famous people. Family. The Dingleberries, they've been, uh, they've been pitching and hitting since. Yeah, that'll uh, be a good series. Mostly pitching, though. They're mostly pitchers. <laughs> Most Cubs fans won't want to admit that that'll be a good series, but I'm, I think it's going to be a really oh, good series. I mean, it's going to be a great series, and, uh, you know, Hopefully, like I said, the pitching matchups look good. They're going to be at Wrigley. And I think that just resting physically and mentally tomorrow is going to give the Cubs a uh, huge advantage. Yeah, I agree. Well, um, I can guarantee one thing about this White Sox series. Eloy Jimenez will hit a grand slam at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe two. <laughs> just so prepare yourselves emotionally for that so it doesn't hurt so much when it happens. <laughs> So as we talked about, the Cubs really, really hurt St. Louis, who now goes to Cincinnati for the COVID Bowl. Uh, COVID versus COVID here. Uh, but is it? It's the Wuhan strain versus the Iran strain. Boom, win. But here's the thing: I don't think Thom Brenneman is going to be there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard you told me, and I said, please don't tell me. I want to be surprised on the show of what happened. So listen very carefully. Did he guys, get the bid? Guys, if you, I'm going to mute you just so you can hear it clearly oh, so there's no I background. So hold tight. I'm muting you so, you so everyone can hear this. This is Thom Brenneman about to be canceled. So I'm going to play that one more time. I can see Michael Cotton heard it clear by the look on his face. So I'm going to play it one more time. You ready, Danny? Here we go. The fag capitals of the world. So Thom Brenneman, good old Thom on a hot mic, says one of the fag capitals of the world. Yeah, we don't know where he's talking about, but my lord, you're you're still muted, Danny. Hold on, oh. now you're good. I, I said, where exactly is that? Because I've probably been there and had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we all we all have because yeah, exactly. those tend to be wonderful, fun places to go. So that's a hot mic, and you you got to imagine, like, how would you say something like? Oh my god! Oh, if, if you're fucking like, eighty years about? old and you're an asshole, like he was talking about some city, we don't know what city he was talking about. No, uh, it okay. doesn't. It doesn't matter. He he was very derogatory, and he and he obviously is a bigot. You know what I mean? Like that's the, that much is clear because nobody says that in, in, unless you are that. You know right. what I mean? Like. Yeah, the only reason we heard it was because he didn't think the mic was on. And so that's a, a peek into who he really is. So, yeah. all, you know, karma has a funny way of coming back to people. Thom has always been kind of a jerk. And now, you know what? It, it doesn't matter who his daddy is. He's not getting saved on this one. I don't care. 
Yeah. yeah, and he seems like the kind of guy that actually would be uh, homophobic and kind of a dickhead. And, I mean, we've heard him, like, freak out. And, you know, here's the thing. It's like you forget that, you know, Cincinnati, it's the Midwest, but, you know, it's right on the other side of the river is a place called Kentucky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah right their, there. Yeah, look up some of their politics. Like, you know, it's not it's not cute. So, well, and it's not like Ohio is the bastion of fucking, you know, progressive <laughs> thought. Jesus Christ. I think, goddamn, what, was it? The, no, the KKK was founded in Indiana, but like right next door. Yeah, it's right next door. Yeah, it's right next door to us, unfortunately, too. But enough yeah, already, Tom. Tom. Well, I, yeah. You knew that he was a. Look, the reason I, he's I such feel a, partially responsible. For Thumb's hatred of Cub fans because I, I went to a lot of games from like 2014 up through like only a couple of years ago, and we were very obnoxious because the Red sucked and their bullpen was God. I remember Jumbo Diaz. Yep. Remember that guy? Oh, man. We oh, the best him. name ever because it, it fucking matched him perfectly. Yeah, it really did. Well, why do you think they call him Jumbo? It's like. You know, David Dave Arnold says his Wikipedia page already refers to him as a former broadcaster. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> well, Tom, Tom canceled himself. Well, uh, good. That that might open up a, an opportunity for maybe uh, one of our our broadcasters from the minors that are out of work right now, and maybe yeah. the whole Brenneman nightmare can finally be over. And maybe we'll listen to a Reds broadcast because it'll be fucking worth listening to now. They'll sell, they'll, they'll sell Brenda in on the Fox broadcast, so don't worry about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox is wetting themselves hard. right now. They're so excited. <laughs> Even worse, Marquis going to hire him. Like, oh, God. The Cubs. Oh, no. yep. The Brennamans were with the Cubs. They'll get him because, uh, yeah. yeah. Nothing you know, they like better than, than uh, defending a bigot. You know, guys, we, we did a lot with um, already so far with uh, John Baker Day and Lost Boys. And this is what we were talking about is the intolerance at ballparks and trying to do something to kind of – when we, we, we talked a little bit about a fan code of conduct or, or, or Danny, when you had your anti-racist shirts and stuff like that, just trying to make the ballpark a more tolerant place. And to hear something like that from Brenneman, it just goes to show that there's still a lot of work out there to be done. It goes till we are on the right track. Yeah. The the house rules. And it's not just going to be an event and it's not just going to be a moment in time that makes the change. It's just going to be lots and lots of conversations with, uh, I don't know, with with everybody, with everybody that needs to know. Cubby Seth says he's from a gay hating generation. My dad's 73 years old and, you know, we've had gay friends uh, family friends since I was a kid. It wasn't a big deal to us. Yeah, so, no, you can't make excuses for that. No. Like you can't make excuses for anybody at this point because you know uh, th- there's just no excuse to not respect each other. And yeah. that's what it's about ultimately is just that everybody on the planet Earth deserves the exact same amount of respect. And if there's like you know somebody like Tom Brenneman in a place of power, there's only like 30 jobs in the right. world. That are Tom Brenneman's job, you know, in that exact prestigious way. And, you know, that's just it. There's prestige that goes with this job. And if you're going to do the wrong thing and not respect other people and not be inclusive within 
an, um, the American institution known as baseball, you don't deserve to call a baseball game in the United States of America, just like Addison Russell didn't deserve to play shortstop, just like, uh, you know, anybody that got canceled. Uh, Marge Schott was canceled, you know, and she was canceled long ago. That was years ago. ago. But yeah. you know well, what? She's actually she in canceled. The... She canceled her own ass. Yeah, so, but she's you know, in the Tom, process. Tom canceled his own ass. You know what I mean? They're in the process of canceling her even more now by taking her name off of uh, buildings at the University of uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati University and uh, different places. Like they, I heard a podcast the other day. They're just talking about how they're working on taking her name off of all sorts of things. Well, you know, Cubby Steph says that uh, she is not justifying it. We know that. But there are people that do think, you know, it's just we're at the point now where we don't want to hear anybody's excuses anymore. But, bi- but Bill Sugar says Brennan's going to replace Gracie. <laughs> In the news cycle, absolutely. <laughs> well, I will tell you this is truly gr- one good thing that comes out of this. Hawk and Tom gone within a 12-month period. Oh. I would have thunk it. You know hey. if Hawk was still in the booth, he'd be bitching right now. He's like, he didn't say anything wrong. Yeah. He was fine. It, it takes a pandemic, fellas. It takes a pandemic sometimes. <laughs> it get, you know, it kind of it clears up everything. So we're taking a look right now then. The Cubs are at 16 and 8. And Milwaukee is at ten and eleven, and the Cardinals six and seven, both uh, game under five hundred. Can the Cardinals fucking be in last place, please? This bullshit. I look okay, fine. Fuck it, I'm ranting. Fuck the Cardinals. This is bullshit. I don't fucking care if their percentage is right. If they haven't played any fucking games, and they haven't had the opportunity to get their asses kicked like everybody else out there, they need to be in fucking last place. If you can't keep your shit together, you can't keep your players under wraps, fucking last place. They There needs to be a minimum games played Qualified. before you can even... A qualifying, they, they, they do it for everything. I yeah, agree with you. They already know about qualifying. It's it's called like how many at bats do you have compared to everybody else? Like they can already do that. Like how? Yeah, fuck these guys with yeah. their goddamn. We're in second place or third place. Where the fuck? Nah, nah, you're you're in last you're, place. You're, 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 you're last not, place in the goddamn league. Other than you're in the no Marlins. place. Cardinals are in no place, as, <laughs> and there's no place like home. Well, like I said, you know, for the Cubs, you know, you you want them now. This White Sox series is next, and that's where you you're going to want to kind of, you know, you got to kind of just put this in the rearview mirror. It was a tough series; they had to grind it out, but they did what they had to do, which is win series. And again, same thing this weekend. I, we're going to hear nonstop about Eloy Jimenez. We're going to hear nonstop about Dylan Cease. You know what? Take care of business. That's all you got to do. Keep winning series. But the more and more the Cubs do this, the more days you take off the calendar, and as short of a season as this is, every one of these, like I said, every one of these games means more than just the two point five or whatever. It just they just mean so much. Yeah, and and sixteen and eight, six, hey, we're at six six six, baby. Fucking keep it rolling. <laughs> I don't know. It might be six six seven. It is six six seven. I didn't want to burst your bubble. I, I feel like they fucking do that just because it's of twenty twenty. Like we, us, that wanna. <laughs> it's twenty twenty. We we rounded down now. 
That should be a t-shirt. Fucking complicated complicated t-shirt right there. It's 2020. We round down. If if you want to start complicated shirts, you can keep all the money. We'll just support it. You know, just just come up with every idea when you have it. Make it a t-shirt and (laughs) make tens of dollars. Well, guys, you know, it, it was, it was like I said, anytime you walk away beating the Cardinals, it's, it's fun. It's enjoyable. Now, like I said, this has been just an intense three days. You know, I've never, I don't know, man, it, five games in three days, two double headers, seven innings. Against the Cardinals. Right. It just, hey, that's the thing against the Cardinals or the, or the Brewers or the White Sox. You just know shit's amped up. It's amped yeah. up. You know, it's like, it's like 10 times what like a Cubs Padres game would be or something, you know? Yeah. Well, and also, you know what? We had to play five games this week, which sucked. But we eventually gained a game on the Brewers, you know? Yep. And that was important. It, you got to keep expanding the lead. And even though things didn't go quite as well as we wanted to in a few of these games, they've expanded the lead by a game yep. or 2.7 if you're rolling that way. Hey, man, it's a baseball season, I guess. <laughs> but honestly, guys, just relax. I'm going to enjoy the day off, and I hope everybody does too. And I'm happy that the, the Cubs were able to take this series. It's all, you know what I mean? It's just, I just, I got nervous about that devil magic and them, you know, just doing what they did against the White Sox, winning two or th- what is it? They played what, three games? They took two or three from the White Sox? Yeah, they did. So I'm just happy that that you know it. It's never easy. That's the thing is is that when it's Cubs Cardinals, it doesn't matter who's in first, who's in last, who's got the vid, who doesn't. It always somehow ends up being this close of a game. Yeah. Um, are we excited? This afternoon. Are we excited <laughs> about this? Yeah. Are we excited about the Sox series coming up? I, mean, I am I am only because I'm having a party on Friday night, socially distanced in my parking lot, basically. And, parking uh, lot party, yeah, like and, we're in high school. Le- Levant, yeah, we we basically <laughs> are, are hanging out in the parking lot, back in the back alley, and uh, our good friend from Lost Boys, Levante, and his son Levante Junior, coming over, and we're gonna watch the game. And Jeff uh, drunkenly told me some plan about uh, uh, putting up a, a, a projection on a white sheet. The, oh, uh, nice! Outside of the. Uh, the uh, of our uh, balcony, so that's so cool. I'm, I'm that... So we're gonna get a little Cub Sox rivalry because you know, Levante is a great Sox fan. Yep. Right. Yes, and that's actually super fun. I know. Uh, I actually got to sit in the bleachers one year for a Cub Sox game, and it's honestly it's more fun. It's it's fun when you can interact with other. Yeah, teams, sure. fans who are just as diehard as you that everybody's excited about. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> on, on that note, gentlemen, Bruce I just walked by. He's like, you still going? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up, guys. Fucking drug asses. Just Jesus. We could... Take your ball and go home. Let's play, let's play the uh, David Bodie song. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Is there anything better than playing the old David Bodie song? But I think, did you delete it? Yeah, no, it's it. it's it's not called the right thing. <laughs> Danny called it. it in, otherwise, I'd do it. Danny uh, called it some weird you, name. No, it's it's. I, I'm looking. 
I see Martin. Oh, nope. I see Martinez. Mark Grace. Fuck the Cardinals. Ross is no. That was me. I put up there. Um, Coming back to Wrigley. I think you took it off, man. No, did I really? Yeah, you did. But you know what? There never is a bad time oh. to fuck the Cardinals. So or or we could play Thom. I, oh I, no, that was that was yeah, your. Not- uh, yeah, that was not a song. Let's let's end it with uh, let's end it with fuck the Cardinals. Fuck the yeah, Cardinals. fuck the Cardinals. Fuck let's do it. Spagog, gentlemen. Spagog.
I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.